Welcome to the Kew Gardens Festival of Cinema interview series. I'm your host, John Fallon, of the Indie Film NYC podcast. I'm here today with my co-host, Craig. Hi, I'm Craig Horsley, and we are broadcasting from Atee's Organic Coffee and Tea Cafe on Metropolitan Avenue in Kew Gardens, and we have one of the filmmakers from Underwater. Yes, hi, my name is Brian Fitzgerald. I am the writer, co-director, and the actor of the short film Underwater. Um, it's screening this Saturday, August 12th, in the Museum Block, number 9, at 2 p.m. at the Queens Museum. Great, great. So tell us a little bit about how uh, Underwater came together. Underwater um, is based on my personal experiences as, a, as an adolescent and a teen, struggling with drugs and alcohol use, and eventually being able to get through it and wanting to share that with the world and, and to give a positive story that there's hope and strength and we can persevere through it. Great. And so uh, when did you write the script and how did you, how did you pull together uh, the, the team to make this film? So I wrote the script. It started as a poem, actually, um, probably in 2011 or 12, when I was in the midst of all the, the drug use and alcohol use. Um, and I met my now wife. Her name's Valerie Lassard. She was also the co-director on the film. And I showed her the, the poem, and she was really touched by it. Um, she also has some connections with drugs and alcohol, not herself personally, but some friends she had lost in her life. So she was really drawn to the subject. And she said, let's do this. And so I started working on the script. At that time, I applied for some grants, um, you know, recovery in the arts and things like that in the US. Nothing, nothing came through. But um, Valerie and I are actors from the start. Like, that's where we come into the art world. Mm -hmm. So we knew some cinematographers, some other actors. We had um, a producer, our producer, Monica Palmieri, amazing woman. And she ended up being our AD as well but she was kind of the driving force behind guiding us. So we really just pulled from the resources we already had, the people we knew. We had friends who were actors who we thought, they, you know, they'd be perfect for this. Let's just go ask them. And so that's how we were able to get the group together that we wanted to, that we wanted to use. And you had already been working, doing some acting and some filmmaking? This was the first film that we ever made, um, and Valerie and I, mm -hmm. I say. This was our first project. Acting-wise, yes. Um, I've been acting for eight years or so, personally. I know Valerie, too. She came here from Canada, where we actually shot the film. She came here to act. And I've, I've been acting, and I've been have some TV roles, a lot of indie film roles, stuff like that. Oh, great. And were you acting in theater also, or mainly the film? S some theater. I've done, I, I had an off-Broadway show back in 2011, that's probably the, the highlight so far. There's more to go. But it's been mostly a focus on film and TV. And you're from Long Island. I am, originally. And your wife is from Canada. Yes. And you chose to film this in Canada. We you did. Know, financing. Uh, how did you finance the, the film? We raised money on Kickstarter. We had a successful crowdfunding campaign. And what was the process for that? What... Uh what can you kind of impart to other filmmakers on, on how to run a successful Kickstarter campaign or any crowdfunding campaign? Yeah, any, it's a lot of work. <laughs> and going into it, we knew there were some tips that we had learned. I had a mentor who really helped guide me through the steps. Um, having a certain percentage, like already in the bank, knowing that you're starting off strong and that having new incentives to add in, like the rewards 
but like adding new ones throughout, um, being really, really persistent. It was a, a job for the 30-day campaign, a nonstop. We, we had events. The day we launched the Kickstarter, we had an event here in Manhattan um, where we used that money that we raised. You know, we had um, uh, a giveaway, like a raffle. And so we had some money coming in and we put all of that cash right into the Kickstarter campaign right when we launched as kind of like a, like a springboard. Sure. And starting off strong, here's a, here's a great analogy for crowdfunding. It's like a party. And maybe I'm sure people have probably heard this before, but no one wants to go to a party that no one else is at. So if there's a lot of people at a party or you hear like, wow, everyone's going, then other people are going to say, oh, well, I want to go too. I want to jump on board this. Right. And that's all these little things coming together. And do you think some of that was uh, building a network ahead of time? Like, did you already have kind of a good network of filmmakers and actors that you could at least tap in at a first level? I had done some, some kind of outreach networking before we launched to say, here's what I'm going, going to be doing, mm -hmm. and I hope that you can help. No, rather than like already launch it and then be asking, kind of giving them the advance notice, like an invitation yeah. to that party before the party started. Like, right. hey, I hope you can join me. So there was some, some of that, like laying the groundwork before, but also... You know, while the campaign's running, you just gotta be blasting it out, trying to reach new people. Right. So. Um, but there is definitely a, a, a pre-production phase, almost, of a of a campaign. I mean, oh, you've yeah. got to come up with the the game plan, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that page, you know, you there's a reason why you can preview and share it, and get feedback on it before you launch it, because it's like it's really a, a representation of of your project and our, our page is actually still up I mean Kickstarter never sure. takes it down right. so it's still there on Kickstarter right. we have our, our pitch video where we talked about the you know the theme the alcohol and the drugs and how it connected to us right. and it, all the information's there and who helped you who helped guide all that for you guys because I mean you didn't just know that right so who who was helping you craft those things like that your plan so the play I did the off-broadway show back in 2011 was called The Bus. And the, the writer, producer of that show, his name is Jim Lance. He's also a screenwriter and he does filmmaking. He's actually working on a documentary now that he successfully crowdfunded on Kickstarter. But he had done a few projects before. And so when I told him I was going to be doing this, I approached him and he gave me these tips. So he's really, right. I have to give the credit to, to Jim Lance for sure. really... Like, like showing me the framework of like, here's what I think is a successful, um, what, what will make a successful campaign. No, like really, thank you, Jim. Yeah, that's <laughs> so very fortunate. I mean, yeah. I think w people undervalue those connections and how they can help, you know, down the road. Like, just make friends with people yeah. and uh, you can tap into that. And, you, and since you filmed it in Canada and your wife is from Canada, did you get funding from both uh, locations on the Kickstarter or was it mainly American money? No, we had, well, because I mean, obviously in Kickstarter you're reaching out to your friends and family, so we did have a lot of love and support coming from Canada as well. Nice. Yeah. So <laughs> tell me a little bit about kind of the themes in the film and, and kind of what you're looking to impart to audiences, because obviously this was a bit of a catharsis for you, but then you wanted to speak to a wider audience. What, what are you saying to them? So there's, there's themes of 
self-identity and self-confidence. And these are themes that I actually realized after the fact. Um, when we started making it, it was really about the drugs and the alcohol and like me struggling with letting go of that um, and, and getting past it and turning the page. So that's really what this film helped me do as just me. Um, but the, the identity aspect and who we really are as people and what are we masking and, or what are we really struggling with. I think these are the things that are under the surface. From sharing the film at some high schools, which I have, and with sharing with young audiences, I've realized that a lot of the times it's not even about the drugs and the alcohol. It tends to be more about like social norms and things that are going on inside that people are struggling with. And alcohol is either an outlet or a, a crutch or just something that other people are doing and they, they want to be involved. So I think these are the kind of themes that I've that I've realized are all incorporated in this world and that people can really connect to and identify with. But that's great that you're getting that instant feedback from these screenings. You know, uh, I mean, that must be very satisfying. It definitely is satisfying and, and also great to know that we did something that people are connecting with and helping to inspire them. Yeah. Do, do you think now that you've screened it to high schools and... Is there a lot of peer pressure that's causing the people to the kids to start taking the drugs or what what there's a lot of reasons peer pressure is definitely one of them it's one of the reasons why I did it right um, but it's but it's also deeper than peer pressure it's like that real want to to be involved and to be right. connected and to not feel alone and to know who who are you in this world and who are your friends and how do you see yourself where do you fit it's it's so much more complicated than we tend to just label it as one thing or another. It's, it's really a complicated, you know, thing. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting with social media, are people getting less uh, social? And, and so you need this drugs to connect with people because you're not having the conversations that you would have had years ago. It's true. Yeah. Well, when I was in high school, there wasn't really as much social media as there is now. I mean, there wasn't Snapchat and Twitter and all that. There was Facebook, but I think it's such more, uh, it's such a bigger aspect of, of teens' lives now that that's really like their, that's what's connecting all of them at this point. And what other uh, festivals have you been able to screen this at um, um, so far? Actually, we're screening at Holly Shorts Film Festival out in Los Angeles. Um, that's that's a really on, great. On, yeah, we're really happy to, to be involved in that. Um, our screening is on August 16th which is next Wednesday. Um, and in addition to that, we've screened at the Awareness Film Festival, which is also out in Los Angeles. Our first screening was at the Real Recovery Film Festival. Uh, we screened here in New York City, also in Los Angeles, and that's, as the name says, it's a, it's a recovery-based film festival. Mm -hmm. So that's an in incredible atmosphere of where they bring people in recovery and people in currently in treatment and ex-cons and, and counselors. It's really been bringing the world together and highlighting stories about recovery. So that was definitely some, uh, of, the, some of the highlights. Yeah, that was a powerful uh, screening. Were you, were you in attendance? Yes. So yes. you must have got some good reaction there. Did we you did. have a Q&A afterwards or yes. talked with the audience? Yes, we did. Yeah. And so now that you've kind of uh, started to get this out, uh, are you, have you been thinking about what's the next thing you want to say? 
do you know uh, wh- what you want to do in the future? In terms of another story, another, perhaps? Yeah, maybe another film, or, you know, are you guys really bitten by ma- being filmmakers, or do you want to go back more to acting? Well, acting is always, always there, there, and that's definitely the focus, but making this first film has definitely opened our eyes to the fact that we, we can do it, and not just we, like, you can do it. It's really not as hard as it as it may seem if you have never done it before that's one thing we learned we can do it Mm -hmm. and it's really i mean it takes a lot of work and energy and time no question but you can do it so we've definitely got that bug (laughs) there's more to come that's great for sure and i've started writing the the feature length script of the film underwater which i never thought would happen but the idea kind of got in my head and I started writing so we'll see what happens there yeah well I mean that's happened for many people where kind of their their short is a, is a good springboard for a feature and yeah. uh, you know it makes it just more accessible to more audiences and all that so uh, hopefully that'll pan out for you guys and uh, if not that I'm sure you know something will happen because like you said uh, knowing that you can do it is, is one of the the biggest steps Agreed. <laughs> I mean, not only is the is the film inspirational f- with regard to the drugs and getting off the drugs, but the fact that you did a film too—you're inspiring yeah. so inspiring many filmmakers to tell any story. Yes, right. I hope so. Great. Yeah. Well, thanks for being part of the uh, inaugural year of the Kew Gardens Festival of Cinema. Uh, we're looking forward to the screening and uh, everybody's reaction. Thank you. Thank you.